Welcome to episode 338 of the show. Now before we begin, the usual apologies. I'm sure there is some noise bleeding in from the background and that's because if you're a first time listener, then you probably don't know that I live next to a commercial kitchen. Actually, this is a place that has been scheduled for residential purposes, but in some nations like Nigeria, where sometimes might equals right, people can do pretty much whatever it is that they want. And so you have a residential estate and then you open up a commercial kitchen. And then sometimes the uh, people who live next to you have to deal with uh, the fallout. I mean, whatever the consequences are. And so that's the reason why you are hearing today people laughing, laughing, um, gossiping and gallivanting in the background. And you might hear so in future um, episodes to come. So it's just because the staff are there. And of course, what do you do when um, you've, you're done killing all the animals and frying the chicken and frying the fish? So you guys just shoot the breeze and you have casual conversation. The only upside of living next to a commercial kitchen is because is that I have gotten lots of uh, topics for my other podcast. That's the one that is built around marriage and relationships. So lots of juicy things to talk about. And that's because I've been overhearing cooks argue about stuff like um, a wife versus a mother, um, who is more important. So if you are subscribed to the So You're Getting Married podcast, which is my second podcast, then expect such uh, juicy uh, tidbits to come in the future. And maybe, hopefully, um, sometime, the the conversation that the these people have will also be sales related so i can bring um bring some of those perspectives over here on the podcast and then um riff on that as well so until they start contributing um positively to the topic of sales we will just do our best to ignore them of course i could record in the car but I keep my little, my list of questions that I'd like us to address. I leave them in the house. I don't like moving it around because there are times when I've um, lost the question, uh, the sheet uh, in the past, and then um, left to have to come up with a new um, content calendar on the fly. And it's a lot of work. It's just a lot easier to leave the sheet in one place. And then I know that I have all the questions that... I would like us to address on the podcast and that actually is the reason why we've gone up to 338 episodes so far because the list of questions just keeps growing and growing and growing because every time I have a seminar or a webinar or a clubhouse session or a training session or a consultation there is, there's always one more question that I think oh okay this is going to be good we should talk about on the podcast and that's how the list keeps growing so um, if you have noticed any gaps in the past before don't worry I haven't run out of ideas and I'm not disappearing anytime soon because the list of conversations, questions that we need to answer over here on the podcast keeps growing. And so with that intro out of the way, what is the first question that I would like us to address today? And that is how do you prepare yourself to sell and how do you prepare your employees to sell effectively on your behalf? Now, if you've been listening to the show for a very long time, you remember that I have touched on a similar topic in the past, you know, what to do before you um, outsource your sales and marketing, whether you have to handle this thing personally, because people do have these sorts of questions that I don't like talking to strangers. I'm not good with people. I don't like small talk. Uh, I like my peace of mind. I don't like being salesy. Do I have to do it myself? Why can't I pay someone else to promote my wedding photography practice or my wedding planning practice or 
my carpentry practice or whatever it is that you do, my pots and plants um, practice. So yes, these are all legitimate questions. So the how do you prepare um, question, it's not just a question that we ask ourselves in sales alone, but it's um, a question that lots of people ask when it comes to high performance um, industries and a couple of those that you are familiar with. So for instance, how do you prefer, uh, prepare yourself to sing um, at the opera? Uh, how do you prepare yourself for a military campaign? That's if you're a soldier. Um, how do you prepare yourself for the Olympics if you're a sportsman and you know, on and on and on. Now you're going to ask me that what do these scenarios have to do with sales and the answer is not much. In fact, nothing. The only thing that we have in common is that these are high stakes and high performance disciplines. So whether you nail the performance or not, um, as a sportsman or um, as a performer, you know, it's, it's high stakes. If you nail it, then the rewards are high. If you flunk, then the rewards are going to be pitiful. So that is what we have in common with um, high-stakes disciplines. And it's time that we realize, no matter what line of business we're involved in, that we are in a high-stakes discipline. Because if you don't promote yourself adequately as a photographer or as a solar panel expert or as a decor person or you know whatever it is that you do, if you don't promote yourself adequately, if you don't market adequately, if you can't sell adequately, then you're going to be in a heap of trouble because you're not going to make that sweet income that you need to maintain your lifestyle. Uh, what else? Pay for school fees. Um, what else? Pay for fuel for your generator. Especially now that we have um, that the fuel queues are coming back again. Um, let's see. What else? So anyway, it's a high. Um, what we do is high stakes. Because if we don't perform, then we do not get uh, paid. And another thing that these high-stakes discipline have in common is that you can't engage in any of them without a firm grasp of the fundamentals. So you need to have mastery of the fundamentals. So back to the uh, soldier example, um, you need to be in good physical shape. Uh, you need to know your weapons. Um, uh, what's a rifle? What's a bayonet? How do you clean it? Where best to use it? Uh, what kind of projectiles should you use? And it's the same thing with um, sports. My son and I have been having these conversations around football because he just wants to go and play like any kid his age. He just wants to play football. He doesn't see why at the beginning you should run around and then do laps. And then after the laps, you do push-ups. And after the push-ups, you do jumping jacks. And then after that, you do sprints. And after sprints, you do trapping. And after trapping, you dribble. After dribble, you head. After head, you raise. And he doesn't understand why you have to keep going over and over and over and over all these things. In his opinion, can't we just get in there and just play and then have some fun? And I have to keep explaining to him that you can't be a good footballer until you have a grasp and a mastery of the fundamentals. So you run so that your conditioning is on point. You do uh, push-ups also so that your cardiovascular uh, conditioning um, is good. The same thing for the sprints. And then when it comes to the trapping, the dribbling, the heading, the raising, and um, the legovers and all that, it's so that you're going to be very good at um, dribbling and handle the ball when you're in live um, game scenarios. And so we need an absolute um, grasp and mastery of the fundamentals. So um, it's the same for those of us in sales because a lot of us are trying to improve our businesses, uh, photography business, uh, planning business, uh, uh, fish rearing business without 
trying to grasp what the fundamentals of sales and marketing are and then trying to see how that we can um, improve on them. We need to know the fundamentals and then we need to have a framework for performance and for improvement. And that's what we have in, um, in common with uh, all these other disciplines. So you need your the fundamentals of your vocals need to be locked down. So I'm pretty sure Beyonce does her um, drills, you know, her vocal drills, all those funny things that they do. You know, drink only lemon tea or drink only ginger. And then you do that, you know, your PPP, me, 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 la, 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 and all that stuff that they do. So I'm sure she has to do it from time to time, just like Serena Williams has to wake up every day, run around the court, um, return uh, backhand shots with you know that machine that keeps hitting the hitting the ball towards you, and um, running um, multiple drills. So you have to know the fundamentals. All these drills and the fundamentals have to be uh, second nature, so that you're going to be successful at whatever it is that you do, whether you are an athlete or a business person like you and I, listening um, to the show. If you don't have these fundamentals locked down, you're going to be um, mediocre at best. And that's one thing that I try to get into uh, people's heads in the wedding and the event space. You just assume that because you're, you are the best photographer or because you are the best wedding planner or because you schooled in uh, Paris, uh, Paris School of Interior Design or whatever, um, or that you schooled at uh, New York uh, Film Academy, um, that because you have these impressive credentials and you're the best at a technical, uh, when you look at technical proficiency, you're the best, then you just assume that business should flow to you because of that. You know, that's not necessarily the case. It's those who have a bit of that, but then who also have uh, the sales chops and the marketing chops. Those are the ones who are going to succeed over and above um, you. So if you know nothing about the fundamentals of selling, you are going to be average at best and you're going to be lucky some of the time. So back to the main question, how do you prepare yourself to sell? You have to focus on the knowledge, um, focus on knowledge and the practice of the fundamentals and then look for a framework that is going to guide you on how to implement that. If you're looking for something detailed in this regard, then keep listening to the podcast because these are the sorts of things that we explore um, on the show. But just to give an example, it's not a recommendation anyway, but just to give an example, on the Instagram handle, Sales Conversations Instagram handle, and over on my blog today, I put a piece up about networking and about how people find networking to be uh, really disconcerting. You know, they're afraid, they don't know what to say, uh, they're shy, um, all kinds of things. And I point out there that one of the reasons why people are afraid or shy or self-conscious or inhibited or whatever is because they worry too much about what it is to say. But then if you take a sales perspective towards it, sales professionals are not worried about what it is to say, but rather they are worried about the questions they ask. Because it's only when you ask questions of your uh, potential customers, your stakeholders, your investors, whoever it is that you're dealing with, that you get them to open up to talk about themselves, uh, their problems, the opportunities. And then with all that background information, you're going to know how your product or your service applies to the situation. So if the bride walks up to you, the photographer, the wedding planner, and um, you're not really skilled at asking questions and you just let things devolve into price, she's just going to take your sheet, which says Kemi Wedding Planner LLC. And, you know, Kemi has... 250k there and then uh, okechuku and sons wedding planners limited 
has uh, 380k there and then with no other distinguishing factor she of course she's going to pick okichuku and sons so that she can save herself 20k uh, in the process because after all if she's speaking to 10 vendors and she's able to um save 20 to 50k each you know 50k in 10 places that's uh, quite a lot that's money that she can take and um use for the honeymoon or uh something else so when it comes to sales there's this whole thing of learning how to ask questions and open-ended questions at that because those are questions that get people talking and those are the kind of fundamentals that i addressed in my post uh today about the post and the video today about networking about how you shouldn't worry about what it is that you're going to say, but focus instead on the questions that you're going to ask and how you can use open-ended questions to drive the conversation forward. So what are the fundamentals that you should worry about? You know, there are lots of them. So just like with the football conversation with my son, you can't say, um, learn about trapping. Once you know how to trap, you're going to be a solid footballer or uh, focus on your sprints because when you have the speed, you're going to be an awesome footballer. So it's a lot more than that. So just like you need trapping and dribbling and uh, sprints and um, leg overs and juggling and uh, raising and all that. So it's the same thing with sales. So those are some of the fundamentals that you're going to need. Um, how do you open the conversation? How do you use open-ended conversations? How do you carry on the conversations? How do you secure the commitment? Those are the sorts of things. But the thing is, you have to know what these things are and then you have to practice the fundamentals. So it's the same as with sales, as with other high-performance um, activities, uh, high-risk, high-reward activities, and it's not something we can run away from. It's just one of those uh, things about life. And the sooner we embrace it, um, the better. So if you are that wedding photographer, that wedding planner, or you're that um, technician who sells alternative uh, energy um, solutions, don't get... Um, just realize that there's a framework and there are fundamentals to this thing. The sooner that you try and figure out what are these fundamentals and start applying them, the better off that you're going to be. So thanks again for listening to episode 338 of the show. I'll catch you guys at the next recording tomorrow. Uh, I don't have my sheet with me right now, so I can't give you a sense of what it is that we're going to be talking about. But just like... We have looked into today's topic. I promise it's going to be something um, insightful and relevant to moving yourself and your business um, forward. You know, just good stuff that moves us forward when it comes to um, sales development, business development, and personal development as well. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you are listening in Nigeria and you happen to, happen to be on a fuel queue because the queues are back, well, all I can say is tough luck. And hopefully we're going to be out of this uh, soon and uh, we hope one day somebody is going to be able to figure out maybe that might be you or me i mean we do have to get involved at some point in trying to shape the policy environment in which we live so one day we're going to be able to figure out what it is with electoral cycles and why do these hiccups seem to um, persist for all time and also seem to come up again like a nasty sword during electoral cycles. So thanks for listening to uh, this recording, and I'll catch you guys at the next episode.